schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. A very happy Friday to you all, Eric France and AJ Salveson. So grateful you can join us, however, and wherever you are doing so here on a beautiful Friday afternoon in Logan, Utah. 501, your start time here on the Full Court Press. What if you're in Hiram, Utah? Uh, Well, I said we're in Logan, Utah. But what if you're listening in Benson? Okay, what about Do you not wish them a happy Friday? I said a happy Friday to whoever, however, and wherever you are listening from. Okay. Once again, this is Eric France not freaking listening to me. I, I was my no, I was on the I, cake I, 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 that's here in the studio. I was thinking about the frosting. Dude, that I, cake was good. Oh my gosh! I'm not so, really a cherry guy, but it's not like a strong cherry flavor. I, I got a sincere question. So you got macadamia nuts yesterday with a nice card from what's his bucket, and then you got an Olive Garden card and a nice card from Gab of the intern today. Yeah. So like, and then Adam the intern got a Jazz signed basketball. As did Gab the intern. Yeah. It's what been a good I, couple of 24 hours here. Yeah. What do I get? You can't give me Gabby's give you a $25 gift, gift okay. card. Yo, Gabby was actually pretty upset that you gave this to me. She was not that happy. Her feelings were kind of hurt that you gave that away to me. Because the gift was meant for you. It wasn't meant for me. And Gabby actually kind of expressed her sadness in the back corner when we were sitting there in Siberia. She was like, do you, does he not like Olive Garden? I said, I think he likes it. Well, then how come he didn't want the card? I'm like, I don't know. And she was just, she was really, she was really upset, actually. So I, I, feel, I feel like you should take this because I don't want to upset Gabby. She's done great work for us. She loves you. She appreciates you. And, and this was meant for you. It wasn't meant okay, for I'll me. Okay, I'll take it. Sure. Yeah, I like Olive Garden. Sounds great. Give it to me. Come on. Let's go. Breadsticks. Endless breadsticks. Salad. I'll give it to you after class. Pasta. Mm. You'll get it after class. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. Just sucks, you know. All I do, cracking jokes, making them laugh, getting them in a, in a good mood before they get on the show, despite they had bad days. Just goes unnoticed. <laughs> World, where, where did this turn south? <laughs> hey, don't forget our Friday Five Best coming up at 5-20-25, give or take. We'll get you ready for Skyview Basketball. That starts at 5-40. Starring John Newbold to Skyview Bobcats. I thought the game the started at 5-50. Well, pregame's at 5-40. You idiot. Gosh, no. Remember, you said yesterday on this very show, pregame's at 5-40 here on 106.9 FM. So what's at 5-25? 1590 AM, the fun. And I was like, okay, well, great. So well, pregame will be at 5-40. Sorry, my bad. Pregame's at 5-40 with John Newbold. Skyview, De- uh, Desert Hills, State Semifinal, appearance. Well, Go Bobcats! Go! They're oh, the last standing team from Region 11 in the playoffs. Green yeah. Canyon played How earlier today. That? They took on the reigning 4A girls basketball uh, champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, played them tough, but in the end, came up a little bit short. They lose 68-61 uh, to 61 to Cedar, so they're, uh, they're coming home. Um, so Skyview is the lone Region 11 representative still alive in the 4A basketball playoffs, boys or girls. So good yeah. luck, Bobcats, tonight. Bobcats. Keep the cat. Cats got nine lives. Utah Jazz have a game tonight. They're taking on the Washington Wizards. The Wiz. Because we're going to have the <laughs> uh, the Bobcats game here on the fan, that will prevent us from doing the uh, the Jazz game. 
So, but that's right. I'm the internal bill. He put this jazz basketball autograph tonight, so it's it's cool. You should good in the world. That's nice. I know. That is really nice. Uh, Eric, we'll get into our Friday Five Best here later, uh, about midway through the show in uh, about 5 2025. And, uh, Still app- time for you to weigh in. Yes, Five Best. Your key. How do you phrase it? So you're starting five. All time. All time. Doesn't mean to be like, this starting five this season was the best. If you want to do that, you can. But across all uh, positions, across all time at Utah State, who would you have as your starting five? You could have somebody who played in the 60s uh, starting alongside somebody who plays today. That makes sense. So your all-time starting five, and you could have multiple. You could have three guards and two forwards in a center. You could have three guards and two forwards, however you would construct it. If you want to go to the Houston Rockets and have five out, you could do that too. But who would be your five starters all time by position for Utah State? <laughs> That's going to be a conversation to have some fun. 435-339-0321 to text in. 435-339-0321 to text in. Give us your all-time starting five to win you one game that you need the most. Who would you start? Eric, yesterday the uh, Jordan Love Combine show was taking place. Boy, did he earn some money last night or what? In so much that Mr. Todd McShay put something on the line. Piper likes to evaluate quarterbacks like the Flintstones. He's, he's stuck in a, in a day and age with like the big, strong-arm guy. who could. Th- we, we don't need that anymore. I need a Jordan Love from Utah State. I need a guy who's quick twitch, gets the ball out quickly. He can change his arm angles. He can do all the little things. He's the most underrated quarterback in this year's class. He will be the third quarterback taken ahead of Justin Herbert. You're dreaming. The third quarterback. Yes. Dreaming. dreaming. I'm just telling you right now. Okay. Four one. I, I hope that's the bet we have. Is that the, that the wager you want to put? Can we have I'll, a handshake right now? Herbert Let's have a handshake. Love. Officially right now on camera. Okay. Herbert For Jimmy love, V Foundation. Third quarterback. Yes. That's Here we the go. Five thousand. Right five thousand. Yep. Let's go. Wow. Okay. We just did it. Five thousand. We'll see how they play. And it goes to a great cause. Piper likes to. We don't condone betting, but when it goes to a great cause like the Jimmy V Foundation, I'm all for it. Todd McShay, Mel Kiper. Uh, they are like frenemies. They hate each other, but they love each other. They love what they do. Uh, Tom McShay is high on Jordan Love, extremely high. Mel Kuyper, not so much. But Mel Kuyper, I mean, even if you give him a, a nice, beautiful Boston cake with an autographed football from his favorite player, he'd still hate it. That's just the kind of guy Mel Kuyper is. Uh, Eric, Jordan Love yesterday was phenomenal. You have his numbers right there. Share them with us, please. You don't have his numbers right there, do you? Jeez, okay. So, uh, stop that. Right, here they are. Off the presses. 40-yard uh, dash, 474. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Tom Brady was better at 5'9". 5'9". <laughs> <Five>, <laughs> are we going to have a 4-1? A well, the wide receivers, did they go yesterday? They go today. They go today? No, no. The receivers they went, went yesterday. yesterday. Receivers went yesterday. The fastest one was at the CC or CD Lambs or something like that. He was 4-2? There was some thought that maybe someone in this wide receiver class could break the 4-1. 4-1-9, be close to that. Anyway, uh, so Jordan Love was a 4-7-4. Vertical jump, 35.5. Broad jump, 118. Three-cone drill, 7.21. 20-yard shuttle, 4.52. 
You know who else showed out well in some of these drills? It's Cole McDonald from Hawaii. Oh, did he? Yeah. Good. What was the uh, – you have any numbers on him? Uh, not no. a fan. Uh, here's the thing with Cole McDonald. Like, I, I don't feel like he's got the size to be an NFL quarterback. Now, granted, neither does Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes, but they're making it work. He has the moxie, but I would worry a little bit about his accuracy. And what about the durability? I mean, um, that's maybe a bit of it because he take likes to get shots. out and scramble yeah, a little bit. He's going to take, take some, some shots in the hits. NFL. They're, they're not stupid. Audrey, let me ask you this. I've been seeing some things on social media. We were watching very closely to you know the, the reactions to Jordan Love and how he continues to impress a lot of these experts. But there's there seems to be a strong reaction out there that's growing out there in social media and among some other pseudo-experts that there's this belief that these a lot of these guys work hard to find that obscure player and try to pump him up to only illustrate their own intellectual prowess. And they try to find somebody that, hey, look, there's somebody that no one's talking about that everybody should, but is he really that good? Are we talking about these other guys because we should be talking about these other guys? Uh, and so do you, do you sense some of that, that maybe the reason why Jordan Love is getting some hype is because some of these experts want to look like they're smarter than they really are just because they want to say, hey, I'm look, I've tried to tell you this guy is great. Or do you think that, look, it's he's getting hyped because he deserves every bit of it. And we should just forget the numbers from 2019 and forget his actual performance in the Senior Bowl. Yeah, you know, I'm with you because, okay, first of all, Jalen Hurts wasn't great in the Senior Bowl either. And not, and not only that, but Jordan Love didn't get a lot of reps, which was a problem. And, you know, a lot of NFL scouts, in fact, people who I've talked to who are close with the scouts have said that they throw the numbers out. They're not looking at numbers, Eric, because two years ago his numbers were phenomenal. And then last year, he loses over half his offensive line, loses half his receiving group. He does keep the running backs, uh, but loses a really good tight end in the, in, in the process as well. Does get Caleb Rep, which, by the way, him and Caleb Rep was great. Cioso Mariner was great. But you're asking, I mean, a new offensive coordinator, a new coaching staff, there were different things to deal with. Uh, I feel that as if they said, you know what, forget the numbers, screw it. I just want to see what kind of throws he can make. We just want to see how he looks. And we never we had the conversation that when we talked to somebody, he said his best film looked really a, the BYU game. He made throws in tight windows that a lot of NFL quarterbacks, or excuse me, a lot of Power 5 Division 1 quarterbacks in bigger bowl games didn't have the guts to make in the 60 minutes that they were on the, you know, playing a football game. But when you watch Jordan Love and he and he makes a throw on a skinny post through double coverage and a cover 2, with a, with a safety hanging over the top and one, dra- and, and one draped all over him. And he's still willing to make that throw over the shoulder throw right to Steel Simmerner. We saw that. Skinny post throw into the end zone to Steel Simmerner. We saw that. We saw that. Uh, a fade route to Caleb Rep. We saw that. Now you're going to say, well, hold on. Caleb Rep's tall in size. And he's got great hands. Well, so does a lot of NFL tight ends. That's <laughs> why they're in the freaking NFL. Of, you're right. That's the NFL. So calm down. Uh, but I, I, I like and I still have confidence that Jordan Love, and I'm with Todd McShay, I think Jordan Love shined his resume 
more so than it was before. He earned himself maybe a million or two more now. My only worry with Jordan Love is that he looks good in drills. He looks good in measurables. But on the field, he's not quite there. Because in the Explain. Senior Bowl, he didn't look great. No, no, he threw a bad throw. Jalen Hurts did look bad too, though. Falling back and almost got picked off. Uh, there were a lot of interceptions that he threw his senior year that had nothing to do with the talent that was around him. Uh, he has some blind spots. Yeah. But I think what we're seeing here is that this is a guy that has some raw talent, that has an ability that with the right situation, with the right coaching, can get that addressed. And I think that's what's been going on. In fact, uh, NFL Insider, NFL Network Insider, Ian Rappaport, does a great job. Says by the he, way. This is that Jordan Love is getting a lot of buzz among these circles. Says of all the quarterbacks, quarterback names here in Indianapolis that have been buzzing the hallways, late night bars and restaurants, Jordan Love much more so than anyone. I've talked to general managers, assistant GMs, coaches. They all wanted to see how this guy threw because his buzz is kind of building. We've all kind of assumed that he's a first round quarterback. I would not be surprised now. Upper end of the first round. Maybe even in the top ten. Yeah, I'm with it. Uh, you know, I I was I watched him make a few throws last night. He had the beautiful uh, post corner. Uh, it's it's a post corner concept about 43 yards. Eric all there, all in a frozen rope. Hit him in stride. Then he had the uh, three or four out throws, and the receiver's running about a yeah, we're looking at about a 10 yard out route on the on the money on the money. Good frozen rope throws, accurate to where the receiver is going to be, not where he was. Just quality, quality football throws from Jordan Love. I, I thought Jordan was phenomenal. I, I really did. And like I said, I thought he earned himself some serious money. Did you watch a lot of the drills? Yeah. How Did he do much under center? Uh, yeah, so what they, well, I guess when you say under center, they just, I mean, they would just take the ball and snap it to themselves. Yeah, right? I guess that's true. It's yeah, not like they didn't a- have a center with them. Because he, ninety nine point nine nine percent of everything he did yeah. was in shotgun yeah. or pistol. Yeah, and that's true. And that is true. Uh, my my other question is, can he QB sneak? I know we saw him like what twice last year. Yeah. So, but but to do it in the NFL is different though, because you do have guys. That who was are always baffling. Twenty towns. Yeah. Why that did not get? I mean, as big as he is, as tall and lanky as he is, why that didn't get used more? And I, I never felt like we got a straight answer from the coaches on that. Oh, you, yeah. We, we asked Wells and we asked Anderson. We never got it. They never gave us one. Which is, is, it, is it a quarterback issue? Or is it a play-calling issue? And why wasn't he under... Yeah, why was he never under center in short, short down situations? Eric, let me ask you something. What is your so far... Just I'm going to ask you just because it's been killing conversation on social media as well. I'm sure you've seen it. And I've had a couple people ask me. I don't know if people have asked you as well. Tyler Huntley comes out and people say he's the best college quarterback. Potential-wise, Jordan Love is the, is, is the better prospect. Do you agree or disagree with that? Yeah, I, I've said this before. I, I tend to lean more towards guys who are in systems or in leagues that have a lot of NFL guys on the field who play in pressure games 
that mean a lot more. Not to say that any regular Mountain West game doesn't have its own set of pressures, but when you're playing for a shot at the national championship, when you're playing for a shot at a conference championship in a very significant bowl game, I just think that carries a different set of pressure than what Jordan Love went through this last year. And even the year before that. Yeah, that's a great point. So I look at quarterbacks who went through that gauntlet. How did they look in those situations? And I'm I'm going to default to those guys. And maybe at a fault, Jordan Love and other guys like that probably deserve more attention. But I would lean more toward the guy who went through more of a refiner's fire, if you want to say, getting to this point where he has a chance to go to the NFL. It's a great point. We're going to take a break. Coming back, there's some Mountain West Conference basketball action going on tomorrow besides Utah State, including a key game that could determine who the Mountain West Conference Player of the Year is. We'll give our predictions on who that guy might be and what the Mountain West Conference tournament might look like. That's all coming up on the Full Court Press. And our Friday Five Best. Coming up soon. Full Court Press. 106 NFM, 1390 AM. The Fan. I'm Kevin Kugler with This Week in the NCAA on Westwood One. As the month of March begins, college sports fans know that March Madness applies to a lot more than basketball. In fact, 30 NCAA team titles will be claimed between mid-March and mid-April. Today, we preview the schedule for you. The title run begins in just two weeks with the biggest day of the year by volume, as 14 team trophies will find new homes on Saturday, March 14th. Sports wrapping up that day include national collegiate titles in rifle and skiing and all three division trophies in men's and women's indoor track and field. Of course, the very next day, March 15th, is Selection Sunday for Division I men's basketball, followed by the women's D1 bracket selection on Monday the 16th. The busy title season ends April 18th with both the women's and men's gymnastics championships in Fort Worth, Texas for the women and Ann Arbor, Michigan for the men. Coming up, a closer look at the basketball schedule on This Week in the NCAA. Hi, it's me, your nose. I'm so congested. Use the Vicks Sidex nasal spray, would you? Mouth breather. Yeah, the Vicks Sidex nasal spray starts working in seconds and lasts for up to 12 hours. I can breathe again. Vicks Sinex nasal spray is incredible. I feel like a whole new nose. Oh, let's buy a new car so we can smell it. Oh, we're really breathing now. For nasal congestion relief, get Vicks Sinex and breathe freely fast. Use as directed. Discover why Audible gives you the edge. Stay informed, inspired, and entertained with the world's largest selection of audio titles. Hear leading experts on relationships, careers, finance, and fitness anytime, anywhere with the Audible app. Whether you want to tackle a new skill, focus on your healthiest self, or discover all the new releases, there's no better place to listen than Audible. Start your free 30-day Audible trial today, and your first audiobook is on us. Visit audible.com. The road to NCAA basketball titles officially begins on Monday when the Division III men's and women's brackets are announced. The D2 brackets will follow next weekend on Sunday the 8th. Final Four action will have a Southern flair for sure this year as five of the six basketball title events will be held in Alabama, Louisiana, and Georgia. For the Division I women, New Orleans will be the site for the Final Four April 3rd and 5th. For the men, it will be a special year with all three divisions ending their season on the same weekend in Atlanta. The Division I men's Final Four will be played April 4th and 6th at Atlanta's Mercedes-Benz Stadium, while the D2 and D3 title games will create a doubleheader on Sunday, April 5th. Those two games will be played at the home of the Atlanta Hawks, State Farm Arena. 
The NCAA announced that entrance to the D2 and D3 games will be free, as will the weekend's two music festivals. That's this week in the NCAA. I'm Kevin Kugler on Westwood One. Thank you, Mr. Kugler. More of the Full Court Press coming up. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Full Court Press, Eric France and AJ Salveson. Grateful to have you joining us wherever you are and whatever you're doing. What are you doing on over a there? beautiful winter day in the neighborhood. Hey, guess what I watched last night, Eric? Eric, guess what I watched last night? The Shining. Dude, no. Okay, that, that movie's pretty creepy. I was actually, I watched that one time. Jack Nicholson didn't even get an award for that. Take me off. That's a pretty messed up show. Dude, that is... Wait, the new one or the old one with Jack Nicholson in it? The old one, the original. Oh, yeah. That's a messed up person. So, I was... Uh, I watched uh, Mr. Rogers, uh, Beautiful Day in This Neighborhood, with uh, Tom Hanks in it. Yeah? So freaking good. I've heard, I've oh, heard good things about it. Dude, I haven't seen it yet, but Eric, I've heard... I absolutely encourage you to watch it with your family. That's oh, what I heard. Oh, man. It's, it's really good. good family good. show. Yeah, really, really well done. I'm surprised Tom like hasn't like got any nominations for it or anything. He did get nominations. Oh, he did. Yeah, I don't think he won, but he got nominations. Yeah, he should have won a couple. Hey, chew on this, AJ. The thunder. Well, you get yourself reoriented over there. I don't know what you're, how you're contorting or laying down on the table. Uh, the chew thunder. Me away. Oklahoma City Thunder. They're on the heels of the Utah Jazz, right? In the standings. Uh huh. They are on a nine-game road winning streak. What? Are you serious? They take on, but that may end. Uh, they're taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. They are twenty-six and three at home this year. Oh man, ten and one against teams who are on the uh, second night of a back-to-back. Oklahoma City beat Sacramento last night. That game is uh, six o'clock tonight on ESPN. Milwaukee hosting Oklahoma City. Hey Eric, let's uh, let's get to uh, one topic and then we'll take a break and get to our main topic for uh, today. I want to ask you about this. Uh, Jalen Harris tomorrow versus Malachi Flynn, Nevada UNLV or Nevada San Diego State. Uh, you know, I, f- I feel like the winner of this game might take the Player of the Year. Agree or disagree? I disagree. I think it's Malachi Flynn's. No matter what. No matter what. I think this. He's all season long. They've been the best team. But he's not in the, the best player. Um, I don't know. And numbers and numbers say Jalen Harris is the better player. Yeah, but I think that in the end, people will go with the best player on the best team. And he is the best player yeah, on the best that's, team. You know, and, yeah, okay. I think it'll be an interesting showdown. I think that Harris is going to try to make his case. But, I, you know, San Diego State has proven vulnerable the last uh, week and a half, two weeks. Mm-hmm. But I still think it's uh, Malachi Flynn. So coaches get the full stat sheet ballots and stuff on Saturday night, late Saturday night. Eric, guess when those are due to the Mount West Conference from the coaches? Tuesday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Oh, good. They've got to have those results in ASAP. Which shouldn't be hard. I mean, they, they know these guys. They've seen them all year long. They've scouted them. They've played them. They've seen the tape. It's not like they're going to need a lot of time to pour over stat sheets and have debates. Does Namish Keta win Defensive Player of the Year? 
Maybe. Who else are you going to pick? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Who else would be in the running? And Diogo Brito, sixth man of the year. Uh, I think he would be a strong candidate. Good stuff. All right, time coming up to Friday Five Best. Your all-time starting lineup in Aggie men's basketball history. Where do they stand? You can text us in at 435-339-0321. More of the Full Court Press coming up here next on 106 NFM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It's the Full Court Press, 106 on FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Oh, if you quit dinking off over there, maybe we could take the show seriously. Photographic evidence of what I have to deal with every day here in the studio. Eric. On Twitter. I'm in pain, and you don't even I don't care. even know how you... I'm in pain. Never mind. I shouldn't finish that sentence. Don't I, was say, I don't even, even know care. how you fit on the table, but it's not that big of a table. Oh, screw you. <laughs> you fetch. Why did I... <laughs> what the fetch? <laughs> why, why does this not surprise, surprise me, me at all? all. <laughs> uh, yes. It's Justin Jay. Quit following me. Leave me alone. <laughs> Bullyingism is a real thing. Okay, Aj, our Friday five best. We got a short show, and we got high school basketball. Breathing hey, what down. What time our are we necks. supposed to be off? Uh, he needs to begin his pregame at five forty, so we have to take a break before then. No, we, we don't get have... him lined up. Oh, uh... <laughs> do you not factor that in somehow? No, I. Oh, okay. We could go to him cold. Oh, stop it. You know what? We can just do a You're cold a transition. Bully. You know what? You're just in a really grumpy mood. You got an Olive Guard gift card. No, you, there should be a, a starter sound or a billboard or something, right? Uh, Yep, there is. Well, there is, but there isn't. Yes. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Friday st- Five Best. Friday Five Best, starting five all-time Aggie men's basketball. Are you ready? Do you want to go through ours first or some of the suggestions first? Uh, let's go through suggestions first. Good idea. Go ahead. Okay, got some great feedback on this. So, um, first of all, Hurricane John Newbold says, oh, no, another one? Are the IT guys ready to receive all the hate mail? <laughs> okay, Terry Camp says, J.C. Carroll, Sam Merrill, Ty Wesley, Spencer Nelson, and Namiya Shkeda. I like it. And then he followed up with another one. It says, I also loved watching Sean Daniels, Marcus Saxon, Brennan Ray, and Tony Brown. Good call. Okay, fair enough. Uh, D. Jones, Wayne Estes, Sam Merrill, Kevin Nixon, Ed Gregg, and Dean Hunger. Uh, Aggie Up says J.C., Sam, Estes, Kata, and Spencer Nelson. Uh, see, another recommendation. This was from Charlie Riddle. Sam Merrill, Abel Porter, Justin Bean, Diogo Brito, and Namiish Kata. He likes the starting five that uh, we saw on Tuesday. Um, let's see. That's those are all the recommendations that I've that I've had. So we said this could be players from any era. Yes. At their position, if you were to put them together and create your fantasy starting five from Utah State basketball, who would they be? All right, you ready, Aj? Yep. Start with point guard. Who would be your starting point guard? J.C. Carroll. Absolutely J.C. Carroll. You put J.C. Carroll as a point guard? Yep. 
Yep, I because I my my shooting guards more shooting guard style, body, everything, length, size, and all that. So I'm going for more of a natural point guard in mind. So I'm going with Kendall Youngblood. Ooh, okay, good scorer, but also really good at distributing the ball. I like him. Okay, shooting guard Sam Merrill. Sam Merrill is the best fit, and he's by the way he's the best guard in Aggie history. Not even close. Not even close. Uh. Okay, I think it is close. You, I don't you, know if he's the... You, you think it's Big Blue. That's great. Congratulations. No. Uh, my shooting guard is also Sam Merrill. Okay. He scores, he distributes the ball, and he defends. Definitely part of my starting five. I like it. Okay, forward. <sighs> this is where it gets interesting. I'm going to take Greg Grant. Good choice. Yeah, I'm going to take Greg Grant. Uh, so I, I love the scoring machine that we get. You get a little bit of defensive side on, I mean, from a couple of guys uh, from Sam and Greg. You won't get any defense from JC, but you'll get defense from Sam and Greg. And you'll get all scoring from all three. I have Wayne Estes. Good call. Uh, one of the all-time greats for Utah State. What he did in just three years is amazing. Yeah. He was going to go to the Los Angeles Lakers. He was a scoring machine. Wayne Estes is on in my starting five. Okay. Uh, other forward, Wayne Estes. Mm. Yep, Wayne Estes. Now, I am a little small. I get it. I am small, but I've got elite scoring. Like you're going to be averaging 100 points a game with this team. <laughs> elite scoring is a good way to put that. Yes. Uh, I'm going with Spencer Nelson. Uh, he can score. He can rebound. He can defend. Uh, and he's a glue guy. Mm, I like that. To a very I high like level. And in a, in a, in a Starting five with some really dynamic players, I, I think he still fits in and makes it really work well. And my number five guy, Spencer Nilsson. Take Spencer as my uh, my big man because yeah, he can do it all. He really can. He can get up. He can play physical. He can get boards. A uh, great great score and a really good defender who again who's physical and scrappy. My center. I'm going with Namiya Keda. Wow, soft touch around the rim. Great rim protector, affects shots by just being in the lane, steals the ball, blocks the ball, uh, and just to compliment everybody else that's on that squad, man, with somebody like that, with that size, length, and athleticism, that's an amazing starting five. Yeah, uh, Namish Cat is like, when that guy's fully healthy, oh my gosh, he's so good. Oh, he's so good. You think he comes back? I oddly enough, I think it depends on what happens in the next two weeks or two and a half weeks. Yeah, I think how he does in the conference tournament and how he looks in an NCAA tournament game, if they make it, which I think they should, but I think those will determine if he comes back or not. If he shows out well, he's gone. If he struggles, then I think the tape's not quite there on him yet in the big games against good tough competition. No, that's a great point to get. That's the uh, great point to uh, bring up. Hey, uh, Skyview basketball starts here in about almost eighty seconds. Uh, Eric, what predictions for tonight? Does Skyview get to the state championship again for the second year in a row? I think they do. I think Desert Hills has been uh, riding a little bit of a wave of momentum coming into this game. They've had some upsets. They've played really well, but uh, I think that Skyview had uh, an awakening. They. they 
I don't think they're going to have the same kind of a game that they had yesterday. I think they'll play better, distribute the ball better. I think Mason Falso is going to be out there with something to prove. I expect Skyview takes care of business today. Skyview versus Desert Hill. State semifinal action coming up here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The fan, everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. Bye.